our guest artist Ina Negatseva gave up her car repair tools for watercolor brushes. Yes, she used to be an auto mechanic. Her entire persona screams artist from her floral tattoos, purple gray hair, and a watercolor technique that truly defines the norms of watercolor painting. Her love for waves and whales are evident in every piece of artwork she puts on display. In this episode, Ina shares about learning from the best art teachers and making it your own, why buying cheap materials is slowing down your progress, how taking a big career leap can be the best decision you'll ever make, and the one-layered watercolor painting technique. If you want to be part of the conversation, then send in your questions and topics you want us to cover to hello at etcherlab.com. Hey, this is Jesse from Etcher. We believe in your power to create, so we invited artists from all around the globe to inspire you to keep on creating. Join us in this journey and let's celebrate creativity. This is Make More Art, the podcast. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Ina Nagaitva. I'm from Ukraine, uh, but uh, a lot of years I was living in Russia and uh, same weeks ago I moved into Poland with my family and now I live in Poland. <laughs> uh, I started to paint uh, in uh, uh, 2017 and uh, with watercolors I started uh, at uh, 2018. Oh, okay. uh, I am a, a, an auto mechanic by, by profession and uh, I have worked in the automotive industry for many years. <laughs> but one day I met my husband, he is a musician. And uh, after, that, he, uh, after that, my life was uh, changed. Uh, I saw that uh, you can be crea creative and do not waste your life in office work. And this moment really hooked me and uh, I thought about what I would like to do. Uh, and uh, uh, I remembered that uh, at school I loved to draw and uh, decided to try to learn in this direction. Mm -hmm. So I started to paint him. I watched uh, various lesson, uh, lessons on YouTube, tried uh, various materials, pencil, ink, uh, acrylic markers, a lot of. Uh, and then my friend uh, gave me an all, all set of watercolors and I tried to paint with it. Okay. Uh, uh, watercolors seemed to me a very... Um, hard material really <laughs> but at the same time very beautiful and magical and uh, I decided uh, I, I decided that I had to learn how to paint with watercolors like the professionals of uh, the uh, of this business do uh, and since then uh, watercolor has won my heart and without it I cannot imagine my work now <laughs> That's very uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the last uh, uh, three years I, pay, I have been painting only with watercolors uh, because I love this material too much and uh, my heart don't want to live without <laughs> this uh, uh, material. So you started... Uh, I, re I remember seeing this from one of your captions that 
your is it right electric mechanic yes yes <laughs> i was so i was like oh wow she repairs cars <laughs> she knows how to repair cars i was like wow, that's, yes, that's yes. absolutely amazing hands yeah. down <laughs> yes so what okay go go a few steps back and tell me what made you decide to take up that course for real the work with cars are really interesting when uh, uh, you see the process how it can be repaired and uh, you help to people it's a uh, very important uh, important things for people because a lot of people used car using cars right and uh, but unfortunately it, this work are uh, not for for women no <laughs> it's really it's it's really hard you must uh, be always on the legs it's not uh, for women uh, but um, uh, it was uh, a very good uh, experience for me for really i was working uh, with cars maybe five years I but uh, I, 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 di I didn't repair, repair the <laughs> five years I uh, uh, worked uh, with um, supplies for hmm. uh, cars okay yes wow that, that was that was really amazing when I saw that and I read that from your captions I was like oh wow this is really interesting <laughs> to learn about Ina that she knows how to repair cars and like what you said it's it's a, it's a job that's mo that you don't normally see being done by a woman but you mm -hmm. did that for five five years is that right five, five years yeah five years wow. yes Wow. And then you met your husband and that literally changed your life because he is a creative. Yes, he, he is a musician. He started uh, to be a musician many years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Uh -huh. uh, he he played on guitar, uh, he writes the songs and he's a singer. Wow. He has a band. Uh, and they played uh, some um, post-rock, um, post-punk music, something like this. Okay, okay. Does he still play? Is he still in a band? Uh, uh, now, unfortunately, no, because uh, he must uh, to find new music musicians in Poland. Oh yes, because you moved, you moved. Take us, take yes, me through yeah. that. Take me through that journey, because I know you've been living in Moscow. Were you? And you're from Ukraine, is that right? You're from Ukraine. Yes, I'm from Ukraine. Yes, uh -huh. and my 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 husband he is from Moscow and he is uh, Russian. Okay, is Russian. Okay, and yes. how long were you in Moscow? I have lived in Moscow uh, from uh, 2012. I think it's it was nine years. Nine, nine years. years I can live in okay. Moscow. So what what made you decide to move to Poland? Because I just saw that pose, and then after being in Poland for two weeks, I now finally decided to paint. Um, but yeah, can you can you tell can you share a little bit more about that move? What made you decide to move from Moscow to Poland? Uh, well, uh, well uh, our friends invite us uh, and uh, give a good job for my husband while 
uh, he uh, not uh, don't have uh, a lot of uh, concerts with uh, him his bands. Uh, and so now he working with our friends in Poland, and uh, I try to paint and um, looking for some uh, maybe art school for master classes workshops in this country. How long have you been in Poland now? Three? How many weeks? Three now? weeks. Three weeks, right? Three weeks. Okay. Yeah. And prior to that, I also saw. Uh, that you've been doing a lot of exhibits with your artworks. Uh, not a lot, but uh, a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of them. Okay. So you're being modest, Ida. But I did see your works being in a, in a museum. And one of those I think I saw was in a museum in Iceland. I've always wanted to go to Iceland. Yes. <laughs> Can you share a little bit more about that experience? And when did that happen? How did you get started with, you know, putting your works in a gallery or in an exhibit? I started to, to send my artworks to a, a, a exhibition. So maybe after one year uh, where I, sta I started to paint because I was mm -hmm. uh, see that, that I have a good results mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with my paintings. And I saw that people are interested in uh -huh. my paintings. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started to find what exhibitions uh, uh, in Russia and uh, worldwide and uh, started to send my paintings on this exhibition. And sometimes uh, <laughs> uh, they are exhibitions, sometimes not, but... Uh, it's okay, it's uh, uh, a good uh, experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, uh, when they're not going to some exhibition, uh, I thinking about what I can change in my art. Uh, and about Iceland, I have uh, a lot of friends mm -hmm. and I have a, a big dream uh, to sailing around Greenland on the Schooner. Uh, and my friends, uh, they uh, organ organized uh, these trips uh, and they have uh, ocean community uh, in Iceland, in uh, Greenland, and we have a very good uh, friendship. Uh, and uh, I was paying to the Schoon uh, the schoon uh, uh, at what I want to sail. Mm. And so uh, one of my paints uh, will be on the, uh, in the Museum of Ocean in, in Iceland. Wow. Uh, nice. Because nice. I, 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 I like the North team, I like the whales, I like the Iceland, it's my favorite team. I think I, I saw that from your paintings and you did mention that you love whales, do you love the oceans yeah. and anything from the north is, that, is what you yes. said in your <laughs> caption, anything from the north. And looking at your feed, Ina, and I noticed this with your, especially when you paint water or any scenes involving whales, the way that you paint the, the waves, like the water, it looks so 3D, it looks so realistic. And 
it was also amazing to see that when you teach your other students, they can really (laughs) recreate them. Even kids, I saw like a a young girl who was holding her painting of a whale with the waves crashing into, was that a tail of the whale? And wow, how did you manage to teach that? And for them to be able to replicate I don't know. (laughs) I know that that you're also teaching with us and you're... You, your recording is still up, but can you take us through that process? How did you arrive to that point where it looks so realistic, but at the same time, you have the ability to teach that to other people, especially kids, and create such a magnificent piece of art, which is somehow similar to the reference photo? Uh, well, you know, for real, I have a good uh, teachers. Uh, mm-hmm. With them, I was learning a watercolor, and um, uh, they uh, was really were really good teachers and have uh, and and a good. Uh, they have good explaining how the watercolor is working. Mm-hmm. It's very important uh, for the beginners because sometimes. Uh, mm, uh some guy who want to teach watercolor he buying some art supplies some uh, paper some colors some brushes and uh, uh, then he said uh, get it and uh, he don't know to do how <laughs> yes. how, how it works it happens <laughs> <laughs> yes and uh, I was uh, in the same situation, and uh, I was to try find. Uh, I was to, to try find uh, good uh, teachers. Mm. For example, uh, my favorite teachers uh, teacher is uh, Julia Barminola. She okay. is a watercolor artist, uh, uh, and she is the star. <laughs> she is the star because uh, she uh, is. A professional uh, in with in painting uh, with uh, in, pa- in paint in painting water with watercolor, uh, uh, and uh, I was uh, teach uh, her technique and uh, added some uh, tips. Mm. What I uh, uh, what I what I have from my from myself experience, and then I uh, get. My system, how to pay, how, how to mm-hmm. paint uh, water with watercolor. It's a big role in uh, my uh, teaching, uh, and I think I have a good results with with teaching from here. <laughs> okay, yeah, it actually shows. And if if you are to say, if there's one thing, biggest takeaway from from those teachers, right, that you are sharing with your students and teaching the your your own style so you you mentioned that you created your own system of creating water or painting water and using watercolor especially like waves you know crashing waves what would be that tip that you can share with our listeners or our audience who are like in the beginning stage and they would want to paint water or let's say waves I want to say for beginners, um, it's uh, not buy uh, cheap materials. Mm. 
because it's very it's very it's really very important thing uh, you also need to Uh, to have uh, good materials, especially, especially uh, good paper, because uh, for painting uh, waves and water, you need, uh, for example, only 100% cotton paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really important, really. And uh, mm, trying uh, to uh, uh, work quickly, because um, while watercolor is dry on the on leaf uh, we must to paint our waves mm. we uh, we have maybe five or ten minutes maximum okay. for uh, for this but uh, for the beginners uh, uh, they can um, uh, get small uh, piece of papers and uh, try to do it quickly maybe for one minute two minutes maximum three minutes mm -hmm. uh, get paints uh, a lot of water and try to paint uh, really really quickly do you have specific colors that you use uh, when yes, you're painting yes. waves like how because i know with watercolor it's all about layers right but if you are to say give specific colors to start with for waves do you have a piece of advice uh, yes I, which colors yes, to yes, start yes. With? yeah uh, i i recommend uh, in in standard in standard box uh, of watercolors they have for example um, uh, cobalt blue and ultramarine blue mm -hmm. and uh, i like to mix uh, uh, this blue colors with the emerald green for example Mm. Uh, and uh, I finally rec recommend it to use a phthalo blue and phthalo green. They are really perfect. Okay. <laughs> for, okay. For <laughs> and sometimes I'm using Identron um, uh, blue. Uh, this is mm -hmm. a very cool color. Mm -hmm. uh, I know the um, Daniel Smith and Rembrandt and Van Gogh brands have this color, and uh, this is really super. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm um, using uh, this color uh, for the cold waves, for example. I see. Uh, for the uh, and and some uh, and sometimes I added natural tint too, uh, okay. because I like I like the I like the, I love the north water. And, but unfortunately, North Water don't uh, have a, a color li like, for example, Mediterranean Sea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know for waves, right? Because one thing that I saw from your from your painting, when you paint waves, and you know, uh, crashing waves, or winter cold waves, is that the, you have a like white parts of in, in your painting. How do you achieve that? Uh, sometimes I use the mask, uh, masking liquid. Masking uh, liquid. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, sometimes I use um, titanium white colors uh, and maybe, maybe white uh, gel paint. Mm. And uh, sometimes I just uh, leave my uh, sheet uh, 
uh, I just leave some places on my sheet white and uh, didn't uh, paint uh, on these places with watercolor. Okay. I, 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 I think I noticed some of the like titanium white or the gel pens. That... It's, a, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really good tip. <laughs> yes, it is. It is a really good tip. Okay. I, I know that most of your paintings are influenced by your travels. And now that you, that we are still in pandemic and somehow travel, well, you were able to move from Moscow to Poland, but where do you normally draw inspiration? I know you love the North and uh, most of your paintings reflect that, but I think I did see a painting of a field like a hay field, which you said I, I, it's like I a brown, it's a it's like a more mostly grass or hay, I think. And you mentioned that's not typically your style, but it was sold. Oh, someone yes. bought it. Yeah. So is, is that a hay field? Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Ina. Was that a hay field or a field of like dry grass? But it's very, uh, it's, it's very different from the usual colors scheme that you use for water. Uh, well, for, for, for real, I really uh, like to paint north, but I know that I must do pumping my, um, my, way, my way in watercolor. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I paint uh, some architecture, sometimes I can paint uh, some flowers, it's okay for me. <laughs> uh, sometimes, um, I, I think I just, uh, uh, when I started to paint this, uh, these things, I... I I think I have to break with North. <laughs> have to break away with uh, North. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because North, it's very interesting, but they unfortunately don't have a lot um, interesting things of uh, what I uh, have to paint all the time. Right. Yeah. So now that you're in Poland, I know probably it's a different scenery. I've never been. I've never been to Poland. Where do you draw your inspiration? Or are you planning to change your subjects, the subjects that you paint? Because I know most of their paintings are like water scenes, like whales, and mostly up from the north. But now that you're in Poland, are you planning to change your subjects? Are you planning to try out different uh, style of painting, maybe? Well, for real, I'm thinking about it, but I want to maybe change places what I paint, but not change my style. Uh, because I love, uh, for, exa for example, now I have the fog <laughs> and I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just, uh, I think I just um, change the places what I will be paint. Uh, maybe it will be Poland, maybe Germany, maybe mm. some another country, not only uh, Iceland, Norway, or Greenland. But I want to, to start to, um, started to paint uh, some series. For example, uh, one series uh, with a uh, 10 paintings with one country in from the Europe. Mm. Uh, now, now I'm painting about Norway, 
then will be Sweden, oh. Finland, uh, maybe Latvia, Estonia, Poland. And... That's going to be very interesting. And I look forward to seeing those paintings on the ground, which I'm sure you will be posting. Um, but I really love your style because when, when you look at, let's say when you paint anything from the north, right? It looks as if the water is flowing within the paper. That is something that I've noticed uh, from your works. And it's it's very soft, but at the same time, it flows. Not sure if that's the right, the way to describe it, but if you are to say the type of style that you have with watercolor, what would that be? Uh, well, you know, this uh, um, effect with the soft uh, watercolor is, this is just a lot of practice for for real, um, and uh, some lessons uh, from a good teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's very bad uh, uh, to uh, uh, copy uh, the teacher uh, uh, by one hundred percent. When I when I were alone, uh, I was listen I was watched and then I was trying to do it myself without uh, any teaching without any words and uh, trying to change uh, the style of my teacher okay. and uh, and first uh, when I was to uh, trying watercolor is uh, it was not soft <laughs> for real. It's just okay. uh, just uh, it, it's just a lot of practice uh, mm -hmm. for real. Okay, o only practice. Practice. I think us. that's the yes. that's the biggest tip for for from this episode is to keep on practicing and having a good teacher. Which brings me to the the class that you have on the the recording of your class is still on our website. What, what was that all about again, uh, Ina, if you can refresh our, our memory? What was the specific technique that you taught within your mini workshop? Well, the most important thing, it was to work with watercolor in one layer. This is my rule. And I was to teach my students in this role because um, I love when uh, watercolor have a lot of layers, uh, but uh, this is a not very good uh, way to to uh, this material. So I try to uh, teach my student uh, uh, to work with watercolor quickly in one layer and uh, smart. But uh, uh, at the beginning, they uh, they all say, "Oh, it's very hard. It's hard. I can't. I." Can't. And uh, in the end, when the, they have a, a result, uh, they said, hmm, it was very quickly. It was, it was very simple. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you def that they definitely need to watch the recording to learn more about how. So it's just one layer. Is that what you said? One layer, move quickly and smart. Yes, 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 yes. Amazing. On, only on, uh, only one way. Sometimes uh, um, uh, the paper uh, drying uh, is uh, quickly, and uh, I can add one layer. Mm -hmm. But uh, mostly, I try to do all my paints in one layer, and is... try to teach it to this uh, my students. 
That's really interesting. That's the first time because normally with watercolor, right? You would they you would hear artists saying that it's all about layers and layers and you know, but your technique is works fast and smart using one layer. Yes, yes. Have, definitely have to watch your recording. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I also noticed, and this is something that we were talking uh, about earlier, is that I love your hair color. I, I, I mentioned you. that initially it was blue. So if you are watching this episode from YouTube, you will see right now Ina's hair is a little bit of gray. And then you said blue and purple. And I wish yeah, I could have that, that hair too. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And I'm, I envy people who can rock that kind of hairstyle, who can be bold enough to dye their hair like gray <laughs> blue and purple i might try that one of these days but one other thing is your tattoos and i asked if it was you who did that but uh yeah. if you can show that to us it's a peony right wow it's yes so beautiful. it's so beautiful and i think you, have, you yeah it's you also have another one and that's a permanent I I have for real a lot of tattoos on oh, oh, my hands. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the one that we can see right now, if you're watching this from YouTube, is that there is one on your right hand, which is a peony. So pretty. That is so pretty. Any final message to our audience, Ina, about for anyone who is starting out with watercolor and who is interested to paint, say, waves and water or whales? Any like final piece of advice that you can share with them? Sure. Uh, for uh, first, what I want uh, to say for the beginners, uh, I, I would advise you uh, not to give up your ventures and undertakings, uh, but to move forward, forward swiftly. <laughs> it's really very important thing in art, especially. And if you want to try to to paint waves, water, or something like that, always have a good paper. It's it's really important. And only have one hundred percent cotton paper. <laughs> you don't need a lot of colors. You can have only two colors: blue and green, and that's all. Uh, and one brush. I want. Uh, but yes, but but uh, you need have a lot uh, a lot of paper, good paper, and uh, that's all. And uh, and a lot of inspiration about uh, around you. Maybe maybe sea, maybe ocean, maybe rain, maybe I don't know. Maybe some illustrations. Uh, maybe some uh, photos. Uh, I, uh, I, um, my inspiration is, uh, for example, the photos of my friends who have a lot of uh, travels around the world, and uh, I watch them, uh, them photos, and after that, I'm painting. Thank you, Ina, and those are really good tips, uh, especially with wow, two colors and one wash. I love that. I really <laughs> would definitely check the recording. But there's one final question that I'd like to ask you, Ina, and this is something that I, like what I said, I asked our, our guest here on the podcast is, for you, what is art? 
<laughs> for me, art is life. For really, <laughs> art is uh, is uh, things uh, uh, what makes our life uh, more beauty. I think. Well said. More, more beauty and and it, and and interest. Very well said. I love that. Art is life and it makes our lives more beautiful and interesting. Thank you so much, Ina. I really love your hair. I will definitely try that out maybe next year. I will try to wear gray or purple. But thank you so much for being on Make More Art, the podcast. I learned so much. And I am a huge fan of water paintings. And especially that class that where you taught the whales. I was just amazed by the output of your of your students and wow they managed Thank to you. create that and it's because of how of the technique that you taught them so thank you again for sharing your insights and tips and tricks with our audience we look forward to seeing more of you probably with an etcher and your recording is still up so if you want to learn about what Ina shared with us earlier about her techniques, then do check out her recording. Thanks, Ina, again for being on the show. Please stay Thank safe. Thank you very much. And Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. I find it so liberating when people switch lanes and allow themselves to be more than just one thing. Same with artists when one decide to make the leap and carry on with their passion. What about you? What other creative endeavors have you tried out recently? Do let us know by leaving a comment through the blog post associated with this podcast at etcherlab.com slash Ina. Want to know what goes behind the scenes here at Etcher? We heard ya. We are lifting the curtain and giving you VIP access to do just that. Get to know who does what here at Etcher Lab. So joining me for the Etcher Heat Spotlight is Kurt. And what's interesting about you, Kurt, as I've read, is that you're an airbender. You're an advocate of that Pluto is a planet. And at the same time, you believe that hard work is very important, right? So welcome to Make More Art, the podcast, Kurt. Can you share a little bit more about yourself? And you are part of the customer support, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I'm part of the customer support. I mainly handle uh, emails for lab and also a bit for uh, Etcher Studio. Um, yeah, I I started working for uh, Etcher around September. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's when I uh, I tried the the online work from home thing. Yeah. And uh, this is this is the sec- second job that I found uh, in in the uh, in the online um, jobs hunting part. And um, yeah, something about myself, like you said, yeah. Uh, I'm an airbender. I, I I like watching um anime. Oh, okay. Not yeah, not quite le- like the the what they call the the dweebs or the weebs that are so hardcore. Uh, I'm just a casual anime watcher. Uh, I, I'm an artist too. I I draw, um, mainly drawing because I I I I'm still in the practicing phase. So I I I want I'm starting to, I I want to start um doing fundamentals first so drawing and then uh, sketching uh, perspective something like that but I, I want to move on with painting as well so but not yet not there yet so the plural part uh, because uh, i i love um knowledge and uh, not not 
uh, just any knowledge, like the worldly knowledge per se, like philosophy or like uh, anything about science. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's the plural part. And then I I believe that um, hard work trumps talent because I'm one of those kids that were uh, at the very young age I was uh, told that you're very talented blah 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 something like that it 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 boosted my ego but it didn't help because uh, uh, it, when I when I um, tackle a problem and then I I didn't succeed or something I failed it, it uh, my 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 ego goes down uh, like i hit rock bottom because uh in my mind i'm talented why i cannot um like why why did i fail something like that so uh yeah during during those um, um adolescent days teenage days uh, during college i found out that there there's a what you call this there's a study that most of kids that were that were brought up saying they were talented uh, were uh, majority of them were like uh, failures or something like that so yeah uh, um, from then on uh, I'm an adv- adv- advocate hard work um, over talent but yeah I- I'm not saying there's no talent in the world there is but if you don't uh, put hard work on it, it it won't it won't bloom or something very well said and very good insights about talent and hard work. I think I agree yeah. with you that uh, people are born with talents, but it's what you do mm-hmm. with that talent that will probably dictate the path that you are going to be taking in and where it will yeah. lead you, right? Yeah. Interestingly, you are also an artist. So you draw a lot. What, yes. what kind of drawings? And have you done any of the tutorials that we have on? Because the reason I ask. Some of the employees or staff of an Etra that I have interviewed, some uh-huh. of them have started doing art ever since they joined. But you, you are you've already you've already been doing it. So, what kind of drawing yes. objects, medium are you using? Ink mostly or um, uh, ink, yeah, um, ink uh, mostly sketching, just sketching um, with pencil, charcoal, um, and then mostly my my. I, I'm more on doing perspective and then um, human anatomy. So I, I'm, I'm focused wow. on those two first. Okay. Because I, I, I'm, in my mind, I, I want to like uh, draw comics or something like that, like with the story. Yeah. So I want, I want to uh, do anatomy first. So the, the people, the, the characters that I will make are like, um, realistic and then the perspective because of the uh, the what you call this the uh, um, composition of the of the of the frame so yeah mainly those two uh, subjects but those two are quite tricky and I personally yeah. difficult perspective and human anatomy I mean come on when we talk about you when you draw you it's it, even a phase or you know when you try drawing portraits is kind of difficult yeah. for a lot of people but you are doing human anatomy and i should i should definitely check out your works if you have them on um any <laughs> shows kurt i will definitely check them uh, out sure. yeah so yeah. how long have you has it been since you started did you say 
September. September. Um, September. Okay. Yeah. So Four how months. has it been? How has it been working uh, with Etcher? I mean, as a customer support and then being part of Etcher family. Uh, the environment is and is so uh, new to me. So because it's online, and then um, I don't have any like. Uh, what you call this? Uh, uh, physical contact with the team, uh, because um, I worked as a customer service before, but in a BPO company. So okay. with yeah, with customer service, uh, I I know the ins and outs. So I, I'm quite um, comfortable with that one. But uh, with the online thing, it's kind of hard because um, mainly I struggle with uh, discipline and like time management <laughs> so since it's online uh, i i have my time on myself it's kind of hard but i'm um powering through it so uh hopefully i uh, by the end of the year i can be like a solid i have a work schedule a solid work schedule so there is a learning curve with uh... Yeah. online work with remote work and don't worry this is going to be yeah. seen by your manager as well so no, i'm just kidding <laughs> of course it's going to be yeah it, this is going to be on on in youtube uh but what do you enjoy the most being part of etcher um yeah the most enjoyable thing is i can i, I can see art all the time i i'm facing art all the time even though it's like um um problems with uh, with the class or problems with the account of a, a customer, I'm always uh, seeing art. Not like when I was in the BPO company, I I was handling um, hotels, hotel booking, something like that. But now, since I, I'm I'm in an art uh, online art company, and um, did you call this uh, art, art supplies? Yeah, uh, the, the most enjoyable thing is I'm surrounded by art. Very well said. I, and that's why we have Make More Art, the podcast, because we want to inspire people to yeah. art. And that's, I, I agree with you. Being um, being part of Etcher, we really put you on the front line of, uh, on the forefront yeah. of art. Like we are surrounded mm -hmm. by really amazing artists and having access to their tutorials is just... Yes. Kurt, thank you so much for talking to me and September. You, so wow, roughly how many months? So fairly new. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> I, I was hired, I think, thank in you. June of this earlier this year. So also what pandemic hire. Oh, okay. But it's been great. Uh I, I love being part of the team. And uh hopefully we get to see each other, you know, soon. Like in, yeah. <laughs> in place maybe uh because we are all working remotely but thank you again Kurt for being on make more art and take care of yourself and we'll catch up via slack or email thank you thank you Kurt you too take care bye-bye we would love to hear your thoughts so please drop us a five-star review on the apple podcast where you can find us on youtube at Etra studio and oh hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again next time until then let's make more art